The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Leadership Matters with Dr. Cheryl G. This is your forum for exploring and discussing challenges that are faced by public and nonprofit leaders. And now, here's Dr. G. Hi, good afternoon, and welcome to Leadership Matters. I'm Jenny Frumer, co-host with Dr. G, and I bring greetings from Jewish Family Service in West Palm Beach, Florida. But today, I'm in Orlando at the National Alliance Conference with some really great guests, and I'm so excited to be introducing them. Um, on the phone with us, getting right to business, and in no particular order, I have Andre Howard. Um, Andre is the Vice President of Intellectual Capital Division for the Alliance for Children and Families from Wisconsin. Welcome, Andre. Thank you, Jenny. Hello. Hi. Um, also on the line, we have quite a lineup here, is Jeffrey Schwartz. Jeffrey is from Keela Associates. I hope I pronounced that correctly. From Hawaii. Welcome and hola. Hola, Jeffrey. Uh, aloha and hola as well. Thank you. Thank Jenny. you. Uh, we also have William. I know William as Bill Sabado, who is the Deputy Executive Director of St. Vincent Services in New York. Hi and welcome. Hi, Jenny. And also Jeff Bauer, that's the other Jeff we have with us today. And Jeff is with Family, uh, excuse me, with the Family Partnership in um, Minneapolis. So, wow, I'm really excited that we're all here. And Andre, I'm going to hand this over to you right away um, for you to explain what we're all doing here in Orlando uh, today and through Friday. Sure, absolutely. Thank you, Jenny, again for having me and Michelle, we um, at the Alliance for Children and Families, uh, this is our 101st, um, I believe, annual meeting, and we are in beautiful Orlando, Florida. This is our um, our national conference, annual national conference that we uh, typically have um, each year, and it's it's a it's a great time to bring our members uh, who uh, come from across the country uh, together for a number of of gatherings around workshops and. At the conference um, pieces, as well as to network, um, as well as just to again offer uh, again intellectual capital, knowledge, content that our members can certainly benefit from, and hopefully take home with them some tools and resources to uh, do uh, an even more effective job in accomplishing their mission. So, um, you know, this is probably uh, as I think about our offerings through the alliance, are probably our best national peer network. Um, opportunity for our members to come, and this week we are gathered here in Orlando, Florida, to uh, uh, really celebrate um, their accomplishments as well as to continue the networking and to really continue to position and, and put ourselves in a place where uh, we can be most effective 
um, as uh, nonprofit human service organizations and serving our communities and, and neighborhoods. And so that's the uh, uh, the reason why we're here in Orlando this year. Terrific. Thank you so much for that. Um, Jeffrey Schwartz, I wonder if you could introduce yourself briefly. We're going to have some more opportunity to talk about kind of what you do in terms of being here as one of the leaders and helping leaders as they develop within their organizations and community. But maybe we could just kind of run down the list and each of you introduce yourselves in a little bit more depth. So, Jeffrey Schwartz? Yes, thank you, Jenny. Um, my name is Jeffrey Schwartz. I'm an organizational effectiveness coach and consultant, and I work principally with nonprofit and foundation groups, uh, both in Hawaii and on the mainland. Terrific. And my job is to help them become more effective and do what they do better. Sounds like we could all use some help there, Jeffrey. Um, thank you. Bill. Oh, okay. Um, up until October 1st uh, this, this month, I was the Deputy Executive Director for St. Vincent Services. But as of now, I'm the President and CEO of St. Vincent Services. Um, I am the internal and external manager for all operations at St. Vincent's as well as development on behalf of the board of the vision as well as implementation of the programs to carry out a mission to strengthen well, families. Well, congratulations, Bill. Thank I you very much. I didn't know about your promotion. So that's well, I, I saved it for you. <laughs> oh, thank you. Well, now we all know and our listeners know too and it's very exciting and thank you for being here with us today. Thank you, Jenny. Um, Jeff Bauer. Hi, Jenny, and thanks for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. Um, I am the Director of Public Policy and Civic Engagement at the Family Partnership in Minneapolis, Minnesota. We are uh, just over 134 years old now, so around a long time. And uh, in this position, I do three main things. I do a lot of uh, statewide and local advocacy around systems issues that affect the families we work with. Um, a lot of community organizing and grassroots efforts uh, in the community. And then uh, my favorite part, which is our grassroots leadership training and also training organizations all around the country how to do advocacy work, um, and in particular uh, with a racial equity lens. Mm -hmm. And I think civic engagement is something that is spoken more and more about, thankfully, um, and probably something we could do a whole show on about how we really look at transforming values around civic engagement. So thank you for that, Jeffrey. Thank you. Um, gosh, you guys probably have a lot you could talk about. Um, so I'm going to throw this out there, and um, if I hear dead silence, I'm going to call on one of you. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, just kind of keep this as a dialogue, and that's how this works best. So let me throw this out there. In terms of being here right now at the conference, what are some of the main insights uh, regarding excellence in leadership that you, if you've been to previous conferences, have taken away with you, or what do you look for when you're here in terms of that excellence that relates to leadership, and why does this insight even matter? Jenny, um, this is Jeff Schwartz. Let me um, offer a story to try and answer that question if I can, and I'm going to give you two words. Um, in my presentation today, we talked in the workshop about executive coaching and how executive coaching can help nonprofit leaders become more effective and better at what they do. 
have healthier and more balanced lives and help their organizations become more powerful and effective. So one of the concepts is executive coaching, and another one is co-intelligence, which means using all the faculties of an individual's intelligence and getting the help for all the other uh, sources of intelligence around. But those are abstractions, and let me tell you a story about why coaching and co-intelligence can be a matter of life and death. I had one of my coaches uh, came to me partly because he had trouble making decisions for his organization. And he said, um, my head tells me one thing, my heart tells me something else, my gut tells me a third thing, and I don't know what to do. So we talked about that and about honoring all those sources of intelligence, about learning to listen and trust all parts of himself. So one day he told me this story after that session. He said he was walking along a busy street in Washington, D.C., and um, he uh, looks up and he sees a church with a, um, a banner out with a biblical quotation. And he said, I was in a hurry and I started across the street when something told me to pay closer attention to the banner. And I, so I stopped and I stared at it. And just then, he said, a car came barreling around the corner, went through the red light, and it would have hit me if I had been in that crosswalk. crosswalk. So here's what he learned, and here's what I learned. He said to me, he said, I need to trust my own judgment, even when I don't fully understand it. I need to stop and pay attention to my head, my heart, and my gut, and to the signs from the universe. That's how coaching and co-intelligence can help be a matter of life and death and produce even less dramatic but very positive results for the groups that we work with. Mm-hmm. So part of, if I'm understanding you, part of really um, understanding and being open to coaching is to simply be more open to thinking about things differently. Not just thinking, because thinking is one part, but mm-hmm. emotions, what your emotions tell you, mm-hmm. what your intuition and gut tells you, and what um, other sources of wisdom around you tell you, and learn how to process all that and trust that. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're a good leader and have gotten to a certain place in life, chances are you can make a good decision if you take all that all that source, all those sources of information into account, and trust the results that you're that you uh, that you come to. Mm-hmm. Well, and Bill, in terms of your recent promotion, does any of that resonate with you? Absolutely. Um, again, a lot of the holistic understanding of who you are and what you bring into the the job is very important. Again, you're bringing in your own value system, your own um, constructs, and your paradigms. But overall, if you, for me, uh, preparation was the most important piece, and that's being prepared, mind, mind, body, and soul, because this is your career, this is your uh, uh, your vocation, um, at least mine. And um, again, um, I think the original question was, what am I bringing back, or what do I, what have I taken from past conferences? It is that leaders prepare, and leaders are ready but they prepare themselves as well as the people who work with them, as well as prepare their programs to serve their, their uh, clientele. And I think the alliance is, is actually very heavy on that. Again, um, when my ex- original experience with the alliance, uh, Peter Goldberg, a great leader, uh, <laughs> a mentor to all of us in some sort of way, really talked about that 
that intellectual capital piece. And preparation was part of it. And, and again, my experience, and I'm not trying to steal um, Andre's thunder, but, again, the Executive Learning Institute of, of how I really got involved with uh, the Alliance, uh, which is a program in, in Ann Arbor, which is uh, running unison with uh, the Ross Business School, again, and, as well as the Michigan Social Work School, uh, pretty much prepared me to take this position and also built my emotions where I'm stabilized to understand what I'm getting into and really, with a forethought, understand what I really want to do with uh, this organization, especially since I'm taking over from a CEO who's been in the seat for about 45 years prior to me even looking at that seat. So, again, um, preparation, having that emotional connection and being prepared. Again, is it, is it life or death on, on some levels? But it, uh, I look at it in my uh, my preparation is going to be uh, – the outcome will come hopefully with better outcomes for our clients. So, mm-hmm. didn't mean to steal your thunder, Andre. No, no, absolutely not, Bill. Just to add on to what both Bill and Jeff have said, I think for me it's really about this conference is, is truly, again, rubbing elbows with other leaders and, and, and learning and, and being able to take um, resources home as well with me that I can certainly use in my own organization. So, that's really the power piece for me in terms of these conferences and, and gatherings as well. Mm-hmm. I, it's time to take a break. I cannot believe how quickly this segment went by. Jeff Bauer, we're going to get back to you, and uh, when we come to the next segment, I'm going to ask you about how all of this relates to public policy and civic engagement. You're listening to Leadership Matters, informing leaders and inspiring solutions. Thank you for joining us. We are going to be right back. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Leadership Matters is brought to you by InnoVisions. Need to improve leadership, staff, or organization performance? Contact InnoVisions today for quality, effective, and affordable leadership, staff, and organization development training, coaching, and consulting services. Call 858-244-8264. That's 858-244-8264. Or email drg at dr.g at innovisions.org. InnoVisions is a social enterprise of the Neighborhood House Association of San Diego. Funds raised go to support the Neighborhood House Association's mission, developing children, families, and future leaders of our communities through empowerment, education, and wellness. Today, enterprise technology is both strategic and global. Each week on CIO Talk Radio, IT thought leaders from around the world share their experiences with listeners as they discuss with Sunjog All how they are trimming costs and partnering with business to innovate and help IT become more competitive. This means better care for customers and improves the corporate bottom line. If you want to keep up with IT thought leadership, listen to CIO Talk Radio with Sunjog All every Wednesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel, the bottom line in business talk. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You 
You are listening to Leadership Matters with Dr. G. If you have a question or comment about today's program, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to dr.g at innovisions.org. Now, back to Leadership Matters with Dr. G. Hi, and welcome back this afternoon. Um, this show is actually coming to you from Orlando, Florida. We're at the Alliance National Conference, and we have a great lineup of guests today. I'm Jenny Fruma. I co-host the show with Dr. Cheryl G. And on the guest list today, we have Jeffrey Schwartz, who is from Kayla Associates from Hawaii, Bill Sabato, who is the CEO of St. Vincent Services in New York, Andre Howard, the Vice President of Intellectual Capital Division from the Alliance for Children and Families, and Jeff Bauer, who is the Director of Public Policy and Civic Engagement from the Family Partnership in Minneapolis. We've been having a great conversation, and we've been talking about um, insights and things that we kind of really look forward to when we come to these national conferences, the networking, the development of social capital, the intellectual capital, and Jeff, I'm going to turn this over to you because just before the break, we wanted to come back to how does this all relate to public policy and civic engagement? Well, it relates very directly, Jenny. And I, you know, the Alliance for Children and Families has made a real commitment to civic engagement over the past several years, um, doing civic engagement training institutes all across this country. And the reason they're doing it is that you know the organizations. Um, in the Alliance for Children and Families that are the real leaders really out front are the ones that have understood that they needed to grow beyond the traditional relationship that human service and social service organizations have had with policy. You know, in the past, a lot of the involvement that these organizations would have in, in the policy arena would be strictly around, you know, maybe resources that funded one or more of their programs or their initiatives. And what organizations have learned over time is that they need to get out in front on a whole broader set of issues. Um, so if you are working on uh, issues of, uh, uh, for example, uh, early childhood or something like that, that you have to be involved much broadly in that arena publicly. And not only that, organizations now have understood that it's not just you know the executive leadership of their organization, but there's tremendous value in getting clients and constituents trained and out front and speaking for themselves about the impact that issues have on their lives. And so organizations now, um, real leaders in the alliance, have moved beyond just providing the best programming and the best outcomes, which they do, and I believe that strongly, to really be thought leaders and issue leaders um, and creating change that affects circles of families and children um, far beyond their own programs and, and their own organizations. So leadership, it sounds like you're really engaged, besides just the policy piece, but really engaged in developing leaders in the community, not necessarily the way we tend to think of professionals who might be leaders in an organization or even at the board level. Absolutely. And think about the issues that are important to all of us in the Alliance for Children and Families, good quality child care. Um, good quality mental health counseling and services for people, any number of the programs that we work on. And think about, you know, the fights that we always have over these issues, you know, in our state legislature and at the federal level around funding and resources and priorities. 
and then think about, you know, just the organizations in the Alliance for Children and Families. And Andre can tell you how many organizations that is now, but it's, you know, several hundred organizations. And think about all the clients and constituents who we touch on a daily basis, on a weekly, monthly, yearly basis. If those families and children could be mobilized and trained to lead on these issues, think of what a force that would be. Mm-hmm. Think of what uh, a political um, and policy force we would be to deal with and, and talking about what's important to the kids and families we work mm-hmm. with. Um, that's what we're trying to build. Um, that's what gets me excited about being here, and I know that's something that the Alliance um, has spent a lot of time and resources building all across mm-hmm. the country. And that really is a lot of food for thought in terms of how we can power up. Um, Andre, this morning, uh, Susan Dreyfus, the CEO of the Alliance, uh, gave some numbers about what the constituents in terms of how Mm far-reaching and how broad we are as members and what we're doing in communities. Do you remember what those numbers were? I believe it was close to 7 million Mm. uh, citizens serving nearly about 7,000 communities across this country. Which is really powerful yeah, when you absolutely, think about it. Yeah, absolutely, very powerful Absolutely, absolutely. And, and I think, you know, the other key piece around uh, this important discussion has been, you know, not only understanding that we have to be um, impactful in terms of, of our leadership within the organization, but that needs to transcend again into the communities and neighborhoods um, where this work needs to be cultivated. So, So it's more than just having... Um, high impactful organizations. It's really about having high impactful leaders who can certainly um, be within these organizations to do the great work uh, in these communities and neighborhoods, really to have a, a natural orientation um, that is about uh, truly serving. So when you get to the bottom line, um, issues around poverty, moving the needle in poverty, uh, become key critical for us to understand. And, and again, as you think about the civic engagement, public policy piece, uh, as you think about the leadership that Bill uh, Salado talked a little bit about, as you think about um, the whole coaching aspect of, of just making sure leaders are positioned right to understand, it makes all, 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 a lot of sense, and it all comes together truly to, to have um, tremendous impact in these communities. So. Mm-hmm. And, and this kind of just broadens the topic that we're talking about. What about board of directors? How do we get them on board with some of these I won't call them new ways, but some of these transformational ways that we're trying to impact communities. That's a great I mean, question. Just, 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 Jeff I mean, Schwartz. Just, um, go ahead, Jeff. Jeff, please go ahead, Jeff. I was just going to suggest uh, you made a good pun because part of the problem is to simply get good members onto the boards in the first place. Mm-hmm. Uh, so recruitment is critical, and knowing what kind of board member is needed, what what. Uh, capabilities they need, uh, what competencies are required, what networks are needed, and so on. So good board uh, recruitment is critical, but another thing is good board development, and that means exposing the board to all the information um, and all the uh, key stakeholders that uh, the organization has to respond to and and deal with, and understanding that successful management of the organization is not just literally governance and compliance work, it's also leadership 
for a vision of success that uh, is win-win, not for the organ, not just for the organization, not just for the people it serves, but for all the network and partners, uh, both in the in the for-profit segment in government and uh, in the uh, uh, non-profit segment, in order to be able to serve our. Uh, our clients uh, and the, the beneficiaries and the people we want to engage best. Mm-hmm. We have to have boards that understand these broad connections and mm-hmm. help make help make us broaden the connections. Mm-hmm. And it seems that, and I think Andrew, you wanted to respond, but just to throw in my two cents, it really seems that for many of us, um, particularly those organizations that are heavily funded by state dollars or federal dollars, that everyone's efforts and energies are so consumed by making sure that we're knowing where where the next grant's coming from, that we're really crossing our T's, dotting our I's. It almost seems like it's really an incredibly important thing um, and process for organizations to be able to use that periscope to think out of the weeds and look ahead and around them for collaborations and ways that they can involve their constituents, as Jeff Bauer was talking about. But, Andre, I wanted to give you a chance to respond. No, I just just add on to what has been said. I think, you know, key critical, again, around board members, of course, they need to be held accountable as they need to hold the executive accountable. And I think um, today's board member um, needs to be able to roll the sleeves up and to, again, understand the mission uh, of the organization and truly be an advocate um, for the, those uh, constituent mm-hmm. consumers uh, of mm-hmm. that organization. So, um, you know, not only providing good fiduciary oversight and, and, and good uh, board management, but more importantly, understanding the, the true mission of that organization. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a better connect there with our boards as well. So. Right. And again, Bill, I turn to you because, first of all, I'm really so excited about your promotion. Um, but also because probably this whole process has really been an intricate kind of dialogue with you and the board. Oh, absolutely. Um, part of the transition into uh, me taking the position was a lot of, again, I guess the, the word for my day is preparation in the sense that we started with the board chair and key executive members of the board got on got online together to understand what our goal was and our overall goal is to not initially to move a transition a lot of our programming our leadership into a more um, again I'm we're going from a religious to a layman so how do we work within those constructs and what can um, the organization do to support not only the executive office but also support the board in their transition they're used to a, uh, a religious person who lives lived at the agency 24-7. Now uh, they have to deal with uh, a, a person who goes home to his family. So, again, it's a, tr- uh, it's a change. And very few organizations have to go through it, but our organization actually really has to go through a major change. But they were very supportive in that process. Uh, again, uh, they were very precise as, as to uh, how to approach me. Um, I was working uh, directly with uh, the executive office to do a lot of project management issues. Uh, essentially, I was auditioning for the job for the past three years. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that uh, was one of the processes. So I had a lot of board involvement. And, yes, um, them, uh, the board had to learn my style of management, my style of communication, to be able to really get on the same page. And once that uh, synchronicity was developed, I guess, 
there was more co- uh, conversation about transition and succession. So that's exactly how, how I got to be where I am today on that piece. Wow. A lot of, again, a lot of, you know, some of these items we could really dive deep and have much more intense conversations about. Um, but I'm just so excited to be here um, at the National Alliance Conference. And, Andre, going back to the question of the board, uh, what kinds of things does the alliance do to really develop the leadership at the board level? Yeah, we do have uh, several pieces, of course. We um, do a uh, quarterly piece around uh, board issues in our, uh, our magazine, the Alliance for Children and Families magazine, so there's an actual section that's been developed developed for board leaders, and it, it has within that uh, tools and resources and insights um, and other resources that they can take a look at and garner. Uh, we also host throughout the year several um, board chair and CEO institutes, and so these are face-to-face uh, two- to three-day engagements where um, CEO will come with their board leader, board chair, and actually have some real engagement around learning um, appropriate places, learning how to build relationships, learning how to increase effective uh, uh, governance of that board. So uh, there are things that we try to do to yeah, cultivate. So there's a lot that's offered. That. We're going to go to commercial break, and we'll be back really soon. Um, you're listening to Leadership Matters, and we'll be right back. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. Leadership Matters is brought to you by InnoVisions. Need to improve leadership, staff, or organization performance? Contact InnoVisions today for quality, effective, and affordable leadership, staff, and organization development training, coaching, and consulting services. Call 858-244-8264. That's 858-244-8264. Or email Dr. G at dr.g at InnoVisions.org. InnoVisions is a social enterprise of the Neighborhood House Association of San Diego. Funds raised go to support the Neighborhood House Association's mission, developing children, families, and future leaders of our communities through empowerment, education, and wellness. We hear it and read about it every day in the news. Stock prices plunging, home prices receding, and unemployment growing. How can you preserve and increase your wealth in this kind of economy? Tune in to Turning Hard Times into Good Times with host Jay Taylor. Jay will explain the decline of our monetary system and the economy and will give you winning investment ideas and the tools to protect and increase your wealth. Turning Hard Times into Good Times with Jay Taylor can be heard Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Leadership Matters with Dr. G. If you have a question or comment about today's program, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to dr.g at innovations.org. Now, back to Leadership Matters with Dr. G. Hi, this is Jenny Fruma, co-host with Dr. G, 
And today, as you well know by now, we are at the Alliance National Conference in Orlando. We have some terrific guests on the phone with us, and we've been talking about um, leadership, obviously, but also very specifically the kinds of things that uh, the Alliance is able to help us with as leaders, both at executive level positions. Um, also, Jeff, I'm going to ask you to respond in a minute, but um, also in terms of constituents and those that we serve for greater impact. And then also at the board of directors level, and I want to make sure that we really don't forget the board of directors when we talk about nonprofits or um, you know, in government positions, then you're dealing with different kinds of, quote, board of directors. But Jeff Bauer from the Family Partnership in Minneapolis, I'm wondering if you could talk with us a little bit about kind of values and philosophy of change and what has worked and maybe even not worked, in your opinion. Well, I think, you know, there's two – when we do our change work at the Family Partnership and, and with our partners in the Alliance as well – there's there's two values that I think we hold dear these days when it comes to creating change. One is that um, everything we do, we do in coalition. Um, and that can be a challenge for organizations. You know, a lot of us like to think that we do what we do best and we're the only ones who can do it. Um, and, you know, the, in some ways that's good. It's a lot of pride in, in the important work that we do. But what we've really learned over time is that, you know, when we're when we're talking about creating the broader systems changes that we're after, that ultimately set, you know, a better landscape, better environment, better situation for the families and children we serve, we have to be willing to bring coalitions together um, to create that broad scale change. And you know, the other thing about those coalitions is is the more unlikely they can be. And what I mean by that is the more we can show up with people who no one would expect us to be working with, finding common ground with, with groups, um, the more effective we can be. And I, you know, I think the second value um, that's become a lot more important in our change work um, at the Family Partnership is just that we can't do things the way that we've done them. You know, the world uh, for our sector has changed, and, and it's not going to be what it was. And so we have to work across sectors. Um, we have to work, um, you know, uh, across party lines, across all these barriers that when times were good in the 90s, you know, there was a lot of grant money. There was, you know, a, a lot of resources for the work we do. That isn't our reality anymore. So we have to be more creative. We have to be more cooperative. Um, and we, we have to do this work in different ways and, and think beyond the silos that, that I think we, we got quite comfortable with for a while. Mm-hmm. And and when you talk about reaching out to other organizations or entities and kind of trying to have them part of their collaborative effort, what kind of messages are you sending out to engage them? Well, I can tell you what we do. When we create our our public agenda every year, so it's our public statement of the issues that we, the family partnership, are going are gonna to work on, um, you know, after we go through, do these fit with the mission? Do we have a program that's you know, directly in relation to this issue? We have a, a list of questions that we ask, and I won't go through all of them, obviously, but one of the, the big questions we ask right up front is, is someone already doing this? Um, is someone already leading a coalition? You know, would we be doubling up this effort? Because we want to do something that's value-added. And so if there already is someone who's doing it better than we are or they're up front on it, then we join their coalition and we put some shoe leather and some capacity behind what they're doing. But if the answer is no, there's a gap, 
you know, and the sector needs someone to step up into this role and help lead, then we'll step into that role. Um, so what we're always trying to look for is where we can add value. And once we've found those places, then we try to gather around us gr a group who it's also in their self-interest and the self-interest of their clients and constituents to join, and, and maybe they're thankful to have a coordinator to bring it all together to, to push some bigger change. So um, that's what we're always looking for. Um, cooperation can, can sometimes be tough between organizations, but but I, but I think it's it's well worth the effort to do that ground-level coalition mm -hmm. building work. It sounds really co comprehensive. Um, other Jeff, Jeff Schwartz from Keeler Associates, what are, what's the kind of messaging you give in your coaching to leaders who say, I think we need to go ahead and do some collaborative work here in my community? Well, it's the same message that Bill and uh, Jeff Bauer have um, said. It's uh, you've got to be prepared. Um, you've got to be collaborative, but collaborative doesn't mean figuring out how to get other people to sign on to your program. It really means being willing to start from scratch, figure out what are the core values that you have to advance, uh, but also listening to what your partners, what the, your allies and partners, coalition partners want, and work to help them create a creative solution that's not the lowest common denominator, but the highest wisdom that gets win-win solutions for everybody. That's not easy to do, but it is possible. And if there's um, a willingness to be visionary, to think beyond what it is that we now believe is feasible, incredible power can be let loose. And I'll just give you one small story of this, and it relates to the board that I was working with, a board and executive director. They, um, it was a very uh, modest um, social services agency that was serving its neighborhood fine, but it wasn't really growing, and it wasn't really going to be sustainable over the long haul. And when the board and board chair and executive director got agreement on that, they said to the board, let's create an aspirational goal that's way beyond what we think we can do now, but let's all get behind it and see what kind of energy this lets loose. So they came up with a goal that said 10 years from now, no child in the five-county uh, area that we, that we work in, but right then they were only working in one, no child will go to school with a hearing or a speech uh, deficit which prevents them from succeeding in school or life. And no sooner did they get that powerful uh, uh, vision of success and started to, that they then start to go to other community players, the Chamber of Commerce, the medical societies, the uh, uh, all kinds of other groups who got very excited by that, bought into it, and all of a sudden new resources came about, new uh, new uh, opportunities arose that they never saw before, and the board got much more heavily engaged. So part of the coaching is to encourage stretch goals that are inspirational, that are aggressive yet achievable, and that are focused on specific, measurable, uh, aggressive yet achievable and time-bound. That's the vision that I think we want to help boards and, and uh, boards and staffs create together and then in coalition work together to do that with their partners. Wow, thank you. That, that's a great example that you shared with us. Uh, any other guests want to respond or add value since that's what we've been talking about today? Well, I'd just like to just add to, uh, as I think about the Alliance, you know, we certainly believe um, that we have to continue to create uh, uh, partnerships, partnerships that are very wide and broad, that 
certainly span the nonprofit, but touch into the public as well as the for-profit sectors. And we've come to realize that if we're going to have true impact uh, in our communities, that it needs to be more than just the nonprofit human service arena, that we need to engage um, partners that we perhaps have not uh, considered partners in the past. And I think that uh, uh, is a challenge, but I think it, it certainly needs to be uh, mediated in terms of understanding that if we're going to achieve long-term uh, impact, social impact particularly, um, we have to be able to understand who can be partners, who, uh, who, who, who may be willing to work with us as we think about reducing the number of people who are living in, in poverty, as we think about increasing the number of people who um, have opportunities to live in safe and, and healthy environments and communities, as we think about people who have opportunities for educational and, and employment success, we need to understand that um, the, the, these partnerships certainly need to be very broad and wide. And that's one of uh, our value premises uh, from the Alliance perspective that we um, have continued to think about and continue to want to push uh, as well amongst our members as well. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I'm sitting and listening to you, and, and I know all of you except maybe for Jeff Schwartz, and I'm I'm thinking how valuable my um, being part as Jewish Family and Children's Service in West Palm Beach has been being a member at the Alliance. Um, you know, just even this kind of conversation, thinking about the networking. And I also heard Susan uh, Dreyfus said this morning as the CEO of the Alliance that social networking is the new currency. And um, I don't know if any of you have any comments about that, but here on the phone today, I'm suddenly even more aware of how powerful belonging to this type of membership organization can be for each one of us as organizations. Can I comment on that, Jenny? Please. Well, again, I do agree that this is the new currency, the, this networking, the social networking, mm -hmm. because resources are tight. Mm -hmm. And uh, I agree with the... Uh, with Jeff Bauer regarding when you go into a, some sort of operation or enterprise or project, you want to be able to do it well. So you want to make sure that you're not duplicating a process because, again, resources are finite and uh, support is, can be limited. So you either join with a group that's really doing well or you can take the leadership role. And if this is being mimicked on essentially, especially in New York City, because a lot of the contracts are community-based now. So even if you have a residential program, they look for community support, uh, either where the group homes are, either where the campuses are, but essentially because the children have to go back to families in the community, so they're, they want to leverage any support that the child or the families can have from the community, but also be able to establish connections. And a lot of the performance-based contracts in New York City are focusing on that. So in order to do that, you have to have a presence in the community. But if you don't have a presence, you need to, need to be part of a coalition or a network or find some sort of credible messenger to say, hey, I have a partner, a group that can really do these services well, and we can service the community well. And that's the only way in New York City in the next 10 years are you going to be able to service any of the community. It's going to be great if you're fantastic. Um, if you are great in your own silo for the next couple of years, it won't be that way in the next 10 years. You need to be out there. You need to be not only have partnerships with the nonprofit entities, but with the for-profits. We have to, we as a nonprofit uh, group have to learn how to speak the language of business. 
to be able to say what is the value add not only to the community but to the corporate world to be able to say our services matter. Yes, our services are sometimes devalued because they're nonprofit. We're not supposed to make any money, but essentially we've, we do a lot of what um, a lot of other organizations do on the for-profit set, uh, sector, but, and we have the expertise. But we have to reach out and be able to, to talk that language with uh, a for-profit entity to be able to form right. separate partnerships. Right. And we need to go to a break again. And um, I think that you really hit a, kind of a nerve for me, and that is that nonprofits are also often perceived as not providing as quality services as for-profits. Um, but hold that thought, and we will be right back. You're listening to Leadership Matters, informing leaders and inspiring solutions. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio. Voice America Business Network. Leadership Matters is brought to you by InnoVisions. Need to improve leadership, staff, or organization performance? Contact InnoVisions today for quality, effective, and affordable leadership, staff, and organization development training, coaching, and consulting services. Call 858-244-8264. That's 858-244-8264. Or email drg at dr.g at innovisions.org. InnoVisions is a social enterprise of the Neighborhood House Association of San Diego. Funds raised go to support the Neighborhood House Association's mission, developing children, families, and future leaders of our communities through empowerment, education, and wellness. Hey, did you know Voice America has partnered with the Kidstar Network to expand their reach through Voice America Kids? Voice America Kids will feature talk radio for kids, by kids, along with special event programming and live broadcasts. Each program is conveniently archived for on-demand listening at any time. Please check our archives for the latest events and happenings on voiceamericakids.com. Zoom Leadership. It's the big picture issues of the day, up close and personal capabilities of leadership, and a desirable future of constant renewal. Zoom Leadership. It's the economic crisis made clear, patterns and perspectives of leadership, and the importance of changing the way we pursue our future. Join host John Schmidt every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time. Zoom Leadership. An inside look at what's really going on in business, government, and civil society. Tune in every week on the Voice America Business Channel. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Leadership Matters with Dr. G. If you have a question or comment about today's program, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to dr.g at innovisions.org. Now, back to Leadership Matters with Dr. G. Hi, this is Jenny Puma, co-host with Dr. G. 
And we've been having a fabulous conversation um, this afternoon, really going in a number of different directions, but at kind of at the core of it, we've really been talking about collaboration and we've been talking about leadership development and we've also been talking about how important it is to um, engage board of directors and also constituents at a kind of civic engagement level. Um, and also public policy and how that's kind of been folded in. So we really have been in a number of different places. But I really want to make sure that we um, hear some comments uh, to wrap the session up because it's going to go by very fast. And so kind of just final thoughts or lessons learned or final tips for listeners to consider regarding any aspect of our conversation um, going to start off with you again, Jeff Bauer, from uh, the Family Partnership in Minneapolis. Always the lead-off man. No, I'm, I'm <laughs> glad to go first. Thank you. And, uh, you know, so much good information today. You know, I think I'm hoping someone will, will talk about the, you know, seniors and older Americans part of all this because we haven't quite gotten to that yet. But I want to – I'm a little closer to the other end of that spectrum, so I want to just, I think, maybe finish with something, you know, I've been doing a lot of uh, research lately about, you know, as we're continuing with our civic engagement work and our public policy work in this sector um, about, you know, the millennial generation, you know, those coming up after us, you know, and, and will someday be filling the spots that we all now have. And I think there are some lessons in how, they, how they're viewing the work, which is that, um, you know, they really have their identities wrapped up in causes. And I think the generations that came before them, you know, you, you maybe identified with your, um, your clubs or your social institutions or your job. Um, more and more, they, they follow causes, and it's all about their identity on social media and the things they believe and the things that they're working on. Um, and I can see some of those lessons being valuable for our work when we lead with our vision, when we lead with our causes, when we lead with what we're really trying to change about the world. That's what really starts to bring people along, I think, much more um, than maybe the particular programs or even, you know, the missions of our organizations. Well, well, Jeff, thank you for that because I've just made a note and I'm going to have you back on the show at some point (laughs) to talk about that very thing because I think that really is something we should absolutely dive deeper into. Well, thanks for that. I'd be glad to come back. Thank you. how about you, Bill? Any last thoughts, tips, things that you kind of just want to end the show with? Well, again, to uh, <laughs> celebrate the fact that we are in Orlando together, most of us, uh, to come together to to uh, try to develop our skills and hone our uh, our messages and uh, off of, in a very safe uh, learning environment. Um, that's what the value add of the Alliance membership has provided St. Vincent Services and myself personally. So I just want to be, again, the sounding board and cheering squad for uh, the Alliance to say that uh, without the support of uh, the Alliance over the years, St. Vincent's would be mediocre and would stay mediocre. And uh, with the involvement of the Alliance, we always shoot to achieve the best as far as practice is concerned, but leadership development as well. So I thank the Alliance on behalf of St. Vincent Services. Thank you, and if I may impose upon you at some point to come back and be on the show and really talk about organizational transformations. That would be great. um, And really look at it as a case study. 
we yeah. have those. <laughs> we are a living case study. Yes, mm-hmm. we are. And I, I think that really would add a lot of value to organizations that do are. Oh, we're all struggling with changes and, and transformations and what we need to do to really stay relevant and continue to provide impact in the community. Thank you for that. I think Andre has a lot of data on that. that a lot of, there's going to be a lot of turnover in the next couple of years regarding leadership. So. Yeah. Terrific. Thank you, Thanks for having me. Thank you. And Jeff Schwartz. Yes, thank you very much, Jenny. I really appreciate the opportunity to be on the program and to and to, uh, talk with uh, what are new colleagues to me. I just want to say in Hawaii there's a great saying, and it comes from the experience of being in the canoe, and it says, no task is too great when done together. Mm-hmm. And that's the message here is uh, there are big challenges coming for the nonprofit sector, for the whole economy, for the whole country. Um, and we're going to have to learn either to do this as separate and siloed institutions and all uh, suffer and fail, or we're going to have to learn to somehow that we're in the same boat, brother, and if you rock one end, you're going to roll the other, as the old song goes. Mm-hmm. So this is a situation where we're all in this together, uh, and that with enough intentionality, planning, and uh, thoughtful collaboration, mm-hmm. we can make a huge difference, which is we're really going to have to make in order to have the impact that we need. Thank you, Jeffrey, and I'm going to find a way to get you back on the show as well. And Andre, I'd love you... To do that. Thank you. And, Andre, you have the last word. Oh, thank you, Jenny. Again, I think uh, this has been an awesome experience. And, again, just appreciate your leadership as well. And um, I think this morning's session really caps everything for me in terms of telling our stories. As leaders, we need to tell our story. We need to be able to go out and share our story and the power and narrative, as we talked about, reaching and serving uh, 7 million uh, stakeholders, constituencies. I think um, the power of storytelling is so vital for us as leaders in the endpoint, too, as well. And folks can visit the Alliance on the website, uh, which is alliance1.org, alliance, the number one.org. Uh, lots of great information there, uh, toolkits, other kinds of uh, resources you might find valuable, too. Um, and we'll have workshop information posted there, too, as well. And um, just a shout-out to an upcoming event in November, the Advance, which is our Cultural Competency Academy for Leaders, taking place in San Diego, uh, November 14th through 17th. So folks can find out more information about the Advance as well on our website uh, uh, moving forward. And again, this has just been a great opportunity just to share. Uh, and uh, being here with the colleagues is really a great, uh, great way to connect and, and to network. So I appreciate, again, everyone's efforts. And thank you again, Jenny, as well. Um, it's truly been a pleasure, and I um, am so appreciative of uh, being able to be part of the Alliance, and um, also we just have an absolutely phenomenal uh, rollout here of all kinds of workshops over the next couple of days, and being that we're on site, I, I you know, when they have the radio shows, I almost want to say to everyone, like, come on down. <laughs> you know, there's a lot happening right here. Right, absolutely. But um, other than being Mickey Mouse land um, and, you know, being here in Florida, it's maybe difficult for many of people to join us at this moment, but yeah. they can visit website, they can see all the wonderful things that the Alliance has to offer, and um, I really invite people to continue growing and continue thinking about informing leaders and inspiring solutions, and thank you all for joining us today for Leadership Matters, and we will be back next week. Thank you. 
Thank you again for tuning in. Leadership Matters with Dr. G is broadcast live every Wednesday afternoon at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Have a wonderful week and make your leadership matter.